0: By the time she'd found his home, Claire could little more than crawl. Scratching at the portal, fingers numb, she slumped to the floor. When the door cracked and squinting eyes showed in the dark, had she the capacity, Claire would have laughed. Never had a man looked more shocked. She was filthy, stringy hair wet from snow and sweat, limbs badly scraped from her fall. About her throat, a bruise tellingly shaped in a handprint circled like a sad necklace— That was nothing compared to the state of her feet when he tried to help her stand. Torn and bleeding, more skin had been worn away than was sound. Corday hoisted her from the ground, her freezing body flushed to his, and locked the door. Claire! He vigorously rubbed his hands up and down the trembling woman's back. I have you. It's a good thing he did. Once the door locked, her eyes rolled back in her skull, Claire unconscious. Corday rushed her to a shower, cranked on the heat, and stood with her under the spray. Her lips were blue, and no wonder considering that temperatures on this level of the dome had grown near freezing. The beta stripped off her ruined dress and washed every rivulet of blood from his friend, finding more bruises, more wounds, more reasons to hate Shepard. The gauze at her shoulder he'd left for last, grateful at least something had been tended to, but as it grew saturated, he grew worried by what was hinted at under the bandage. Peeling it back, Corday cursed to see what the beast had done to her. Shepherds claiming marks. The tissue red and distorted. Even after what looked like weeks of healing, her shoulder was a fucking mess. The monster had mutilated her. The water turned as cold as Corday's blood. He pulled her out, dried her the best he could, and tucked Claire into the warmth of his bed. There she lay, naked and badly damaged, a little color coming back to her hollowed cheeks. One at a time, He uncovered limbs, tending, scraps, bandaging wounds, doing his best to preserve her modesty. That didn't mean he didn't see them, the telling bruises mottling her inner thighs. She looked almost as bad as the Omegas the Resistance had rescued. It frightened him. Not one of those women was thriving. Even safe, they deteriorated. Hardly spoke, hardly ate. More of them had died, and though the Enforcers could not pinpoint the cause, Brigadier Dane was certain with all that they would suffered. The children and mates that had been taken from them. They had simply lost the will to live. Claire had to be different. Left arm, right arm. Both elbows sluggishly bled. Sab and bandages was the best corday could offer. But there was nothing he could do for her throat. The mottled yellow-brown bruises were not fresh. The Omega's injuries grew far more complicated with her legs. Both kneecaps were grotesque. One gash deep enough to require stitches. He did his best with butterfly sutures, closing the gap of torn flesh, lining up the skin so that it might stand a chance of mending. Her joints would swell. That was unavoidable, and he hesitated to ice them as she was already shivering and still cold to the touch. You're going to be okay, Claire, he promised. You're safe with me. Claire opened bloodshot eyes. She looked at the beta, whose face she could read like a book. He was scared for her. It doesn't hurt. Shh. He leaned down, smiling to see her awake. Stroking the wet, tangled hair from her face, he said, "Rest your throat. She complied, and corday worked quickly to finish, disinfecting every abrasion on her outer thighs, knees, and shins. Her feet were a different matter. There was little he could do, and she would hardly be able to walk in the days to come. He picked out the detritus, noting how she didn't move or twitch even when a fresh wave of blood followed a large chunk of glass. Once it was pulled free, he wrapped her feet tight and said a prayer to all three gods that the open wounds would not fester. Once it looked like she was asleep, he rose. Claire's hand shot out, her bruised fingers clawing into his sleeve. Don't go. You need medicine, Corday soothed, waving his fingers with hers. Claire held tighter, disjointed and afraid. Don't leave me alone. Brushing a pile of bandaged wrappers of the floor, Corday did as she wished. He slipped under the covers beside her, offering body heat and a safe place to rest. Claire let him hold her, laying her head on his shoulder still. Ashamed to ask, beyond pathetic, she whispered, Will you purr for me? Such a thing was an act of intimacy between lovers and family, but there was no hesitation in the beta. Corday pulled in a deep breath and started the rumbling vibration at once. The sound was a little off, the act being something he was unaccustomed to and though it lacked the richness of an alphapur, it was infinitely comforting in that moment.